Hey friends, it's Jace. Oh yes, it's Char. And you're tuned in to Kiss and Tell Radio. Okay, she's good at what she does, and I needed that to uplift me this week because, I mean, well, we're going to get into it, but before we do, mm-hmm. let's introduce our guest. Hey so, guest. this ah. week, we have never-ending Nina. Really? <laughs> she's never-ending. She's ne- the, the notes. True. Forever. The like notes. Sure. The, <laughs> yeah, like Belkalis. Uh-huh. Don't now. mention that name, it's Halloween. <laughs> Now, Nina is a singer-songwriter originally from Port Arthur, Texas, by way of the NOLA baby. Mm-hmm. That's New Orleans, Louisiana, for you, you simpletons me. out here. <laughs> um, Nina is also a classically trained artist who blends the love of many genres of music into her artistry, yeah. in which she displays. When she creates, it has to be with both soul and substance. Oh. Her journey is never ending. Yes. Please welcome awesome. to the show, Never Ending <laughs> that Nina. That was beautiful. <laughs> welcome. Thank you. Thank you for yes. having me. I'm so excited. Was that um, soul and sultry? Soul and substance. 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 Yes. Yes. Like a good meal from your grandma. Right. That girth. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Girth. <laughs> Jesus. We're gonna listen. We're gonna get into that when we interview Nina. However, <laughs> to kick. <laughs> I'm not doing this with y'all today. Please, not today. The girl. So, <laughs> Jace, behave. Me? Okay. Apologize. Oh. <laughs> you need to Stop. Stop. Oh, God. So, to kick things off, I'm glad that you, I really am glad that you guys are making me laugh and in a silly mood. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Sunday morning, I was not in a silly mood. No. I rolled over. Uh-huh. And uh, before I hop on social media, I pray. Well, actually, before I start my day, I pray from from my bed. I know that I should probably get out and get on my knees. But as soon as I open my eyes, I make a note to thank God for letting me see another day, opening my eyes. Me too. And then I do some stretches and breathing exercises, again, from the bed. Ideally, you're supposed what? to like, because you're supposed Is to like for your back? get up. Well, I'm stretching in place. You know how you just got to stretch anyway? Okay. Sitting up. No, I be laying down Ooh, stretching. I don't think that. <laughs> I be stretching my leg. I just stretch all out. 
and then I do some breathing exercises, still laying down. You I doing don't yoga on a memory phone. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yes. think that that. Okay, can we not vilify me? Okay, we're just it's trying to make sure that it's you know. conscious breathing. Okay. Okay. Catch up okay. To you. <laughs> so I roll over and I see the New York Times uh, released contents. Uh. It was a leaked memo for from Title Nine. Mm-hmm. Now um, I'm gonna read this and then we can hop right into it because Nina actually was at a rally, a call to action Monday night that I was not able to attend. But yeah. like I said, we will get into that. So on Sunday, the New York Times released the contents of a leaked memo reportedly circulating within the Trump administration that aims to legally define gender as a biological immutable condition determined by genitalia at birth. The Times reporting reporting exposed a Department of Health and Human Services led the agenda to eliminate transgender protections that currently exist under constitutional amendments that protect people against discrimination on the basis of sex. Mm. The memo reportedly suggests that any disputes about a person's sex should be clarified using genetic testing. Mm, mm-hmm. If the memo's guidelines were to be adopted, it would strip legal gender recognition from around 1.4 million transgender Americans under the Obama administration, loosened federal re- regulations allowed the interpretation of sex to include gender identity and courts have since upheld that legal perspective in many cases. The Trump administration's memo reportedly outlines a coordinated effort on the part of four major government agencies, the Departments of Education, Justice, Health, Human Services, and Labor. Health, excuse me, Health and Human Services and Labor. Uh, to undo those Obama-era protections, according to the Times, if implemented, the Trump administration's definition would, quote, establish uniformity in the government and increase the likelihood that the courts will accept it. So, I have so many thoughts about this um, circulating in my head that I honestly don't even know where to begin, so we're just going to have a conversation about mm. it. Um, Nina, I'm going to throw to you as a trans woman and yes. an artist. Um, like I mentioned, Mondays are typically the busiest days for me. I work in production, mm-hmm. and so the show that I'm working on is still currently filming um, throughout the weekend. Mm-hmm. So Mondays, there's a lot of deadlines. And I had found out about this rally uh, that I think, Bam- was it Bambi that organized it? Bambi. Um, I found out about it maybe in the middle of the work day, and there was no way that I was going to be able to make right. it to City Hall in time. So can you walk us through uh, – what happened and, and what was I saw a few highlights from Ashley and Blossom, yes. but you were there. Um, it, of course, it was last minute for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard about it. Of course, that's the great thing about social media. <coughs> Hearing about it at the last minute, I was like, well, at first I wasn't going to go because mm-hmm. I just we and I'm speaking for my trans sisters, particularly my black trans sisters, is that we've already known this whole thing existed mm-hmm. and this whole fight existed because we already are doing that. And so for me personally, I was like, I don't even have space in my... Um, <laughs> like you don't even have the mental bandwidth. I don't even have the mental <laughs> to take this on. So... I got called by my sister because she said she was going. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, 
I already know they're going to be more, um, how do I say this? Like uh, non-black? Non-black. Mm. Non-trans. Um, trans, non-trans <laughs> um, individuals there. And we have to show up all the time. And I was like, well, Nina, put that aside and just go and mm-hmm. support. And I, when I got there, it came over me. The anger, the hurt, the sadness, the 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 just everything started brewing. So yeah. I literally <laughs> I was up there on the stage. Now mind you, um I wasn't a part of the program or anything like that, but I'm like, oh, clearly you're gonna yeah. you're gonna feel and see and I'm if I if any of my black trans sisters are gonna be up there speaking, I want to make sure that I'm there supporting mm-hmm. them with Absolutely. what they have to say. And for me, it was so empowering to see the individual speak their truth in the midst of their pain, their distrust, mm-hmm. their hurt, all of this stuff that's going on, their anger, and recognizing that with that comes power. Mm-hmm. And so just to see that, just to be there, just to be in the midst of the crowd, just to see the different type of trans women, just to see um, all the allies there as well. I want to... It's, it's interesting that you brought up like the certain optics because people who are not trans, uh, who were maybe hit, uh, have taken the stage and had things to say, while it's appreciated that that was not the, the space for it, that, that is the literal definition of taking up space. Like not every arena is for everybody. And if you are cis, um, getting on hopping on stage and, and contributing your two cents that that was not the arena for it also it's interesting that you brought up it got me to thinking like i saw blossom uh brown on stage and she mm-hmm. mentioned how a lot of trans women of course were on the front lines for same-sex marriage and now we need our cis gay and lesbian and bisexual and and asa and all the other alphabets to show up for us aside from um also i noticed that amaya scott had tweeted um something that we always discuss when every time something happens uh in the black community there's this call to action for every black person to use their voice yes but trans people and and i've bitched about this on this show before especially in regards to the senseless amount of black trans murders the only people i see talking about it are black trans women yes I don't see any, I, I hardly, rarely see anybody else. I'm not discrediting anyone because I do see people, but it's very rare the majority that. of the conversations led by. Yes. yes. And, and as they should be led by, but as far as but using as far your as voice to amplify. And, reach. and Yes. I, I don't see a lot of that. Um, and I know that particularly because I, that last year was so dang, well, I know two individuals who were among that list, China Gibson as well as Sierra. Because China's from New Orleans. China's from New Orleans as well as Sierra. And so by me being out here and recognizing those those individuals literally were in my life. Wow. So I had to take on the fact that, because we're going to keep it all the way 100, black men who loved those individuals murdered them. I'm going to say it again. Black men who loved those individuals, black trans women, murdered them. Mm-hmm. And it's due to the fact of what society, their families, all these other stuff that, that pours into them to think that, oh, these individuals, I may love them inside, but outside it's a different story. Yeah, of course. And so 
I always walk and carry that because I'm like, this is now a cold case, both of them. Mm-hmm. And we're still adding on to the list mm-hmm. every year. But every time, I'm not, and it's no disrespect to any other families that have been um, in in the spotlight dealing with murders and, um, you know, but when, like you said, with the black families and black people coming together, mm-hmm. the Trayvon Martins, the, all the people yeah. that we, we, we stand with them too. Mm-hmm. But it, but very rarely do we even see it with cis black no. women that are murdered. Right. It's uh, it's centered around black men, and it's something to say, you know, as far as misogyny and patriarchy and how that still thrives, how it's black men always centered. Because I know that, like Rakia Boyd, for example, who was also senselessly killed by police, um, it was a lot of black women leading that charge. It wasn't the overall. Um, but just getting back to Trump, so uh, yeah, so. What I've noticed uh, is that there are people also that I've, it's important that we vote. Yes. Um, because even on state levels and local levels, there are certain protections that will be in place that federal things won't be able to touch. Right. And uh, this is not the final call, y'all. This is not, at first I was feeling so down on Sunday. I was feeling so bad. Like I said, even now I'm struggling to find the words because it's it's jarring. It's like, wow, this is literal erasure. This is literally trying to get rid of trans people and gender non-conforming people. This is an attack on them. Because yes. a lot of people I'm seeing circle one, male or female. Well, I wouldn't have an issue with that because I, I personally am a, as, am a right. binary right. trans woman. But for those people who exist somewhere in the middle, this is an attack on them as well. Mm-hmm. So we need everyone to uh, rise to the occasion. Um what I did want to add to this is that, um, yeah, that's, I mean, the executive branch of government cannot single-handedly change the law. Congress has got to be shaken up. We got to vote. The courts are going to interpret this how they see fit. Uh, and what I was mentioning earlier about people having higher positions, I was hearing whispers of people that were behind or people that supported the bathroom bill in North Carolina now had like more elevated positions within the government. (laughs) Like they've weaseled their way (laughs) up into there. Um, And someone ended up asking Trump, dictator Trump, when he was leaving, like getting on a helicopter or something like, didn't you say you were going to protect trans Americans? And he's like, I am. Of course. Of course, that's what he says. But he never keeps that same energy at his rallies. And he has been really some people have looked at this as a tactic to fire up his base. We're two weeks out. We're practically well, when this airs, we'll be about a week and three days out of voting Tuesday, November 6th. And so some people are looking at this as an as a way to energize and uh kind of put some fire under the ass of his base to get them to vote. Yes. I'm just so sick of debates around transness that are <laughs> that do not include trans people. Or invite them there. And cis people are using are are kind of dictating the language used which can be harmful because yes. y'all are not trans. Y'all don't I don't need anybody telling me what I know for sure. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, like I said, I'm struggling to find the words. I feel like I'm all over the place, but that is because I really am upset about this. Like I don't even know where to where to pinpoint it, but I just felt it necessary to especially have a trans woman on. But they also stated that if you notice, every time he wants to rile it, rile the his His base base up, up. Mm -hmm. he uses trans uh, um, issues. The last time it was around the bathroom issues. The last Mm -hmm. time, even the military, all that military. Yeah. Every time because it's flat out erasure. And that's the thing I think that we have to really talk about is like, 
I hate to say it, but it's like, it seems like that's when people can come on one accord to bash trans individuals. But see, what people fail to realize, <laughs> and I've been saying this since the man threw in his hat for the presidency, what people fail to realize is that it's only a matter of time before you're next. No. Right. So you can, you can Hello. ignore, oh, chow, chow, don't get me don't started. <laughs> don't say that name. Please. But it's, it's one of those things oh where, yeah, you think it's funny. You're ignoring these Mexican children being literally ripped away from their parents and forced into the American foster system. You're ignoring uh, uh, this threat to, to freedom, to civil rights for trans people. You can ignore all of this and be on your high horse and think shit is sweet, but it is only a matter of time so before you're your next. Door. And don't turn to us because we we probably won't have rights. Now, I want to what I want to <laughs> what I want to emphasize <laughs> is that trans people aren't going anywhere. Right. Never. Trans so people are not going anywhere. To you two as mm-hmm. someone who is not a trans woman, because mm-hmm. um, I didn't hear about this rally at all. And I'm pretty well connected with like LGBT. New York's did their Sunday night. L.A.'s did their right. Monday night. So is there like a resource or like a. Twitter or like where like where would I, I hear about know. something like this? I literally saw on Twitter. Uh, Janet ended up retweeting. I think it was Bambi. I saw on tw- Janet Mock, not Jackson. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it would be nice it if Janet Jackson never <laughs> shut it all the way down. All right, like, but no, I don't think. What happens? I think we do have a community, but at the same time, it, there are some disconnects because. Okay. Oh, there are lots of disconnects. Well, so it's a lot of disconnects. And it's right. (laughs) So I think it was just a a big blast that Mm -hmm. was sent out and it would quickly trickle down to where it's supposed to meet. I mean, what people are supposed to get and, you know, get the information. Right. And then they decided if they wanted to go or not. Right. And I think that's how it usually happens. So what can I do? Because I talked about this a little bit with you, Shar, because um, I was on a panel with another trans woman a couple weeks ago, and she had said something that I shared. What did she say? She said something like, um, oh, that um, a guy doesn't think that she's a real woman, or th- that she thought that I was a real woman. And I wanted to be like, no, beloved, like you are a, wo- a real woman. But Wait, like, what she said that you didn't think she was? No, no was she, was gi- she was. She was giving a story. A oh, story, okay, okay, gotcha. And she was saying that the guy thought that she was a real woman, and I wanted to like choke, and be like, no, you are a real woman, right? But, that, but that's not my place <laughs> to be. It's that. not so ours my, either, right? You can't police so. the way people choose to identify, <laughs> and not everyone right. has the language. A lot right. of this language is academic. You rule. And not a lot. Not everybody has the language, so right. uh, that wouldn't have been either one of our place to police that either. But that is harmful because that language is harm. Well, right. to me, it is harmful because I am a real woman. I am a trans woman, a woman of trans experience. Period. However, you want right, to right, name, but I, I'm a woman. Um, yeah, I want to move on, but I'm just I'm sick of these debates. And right. like I said, they're trying to narrowly narrowly defined gender and it's like this thing like if it comes up for debate genetic testing what in the yeah that's what <laughs> in the dictator <laughs> we gonna, hell we gonna prick your finger and decide what and it's already hard enough because it, they're trying to affect education housing and employment it's those are the top three things i dare to say and facing the trans safety. community that you need in life 
but that that also faced the trans communities, right. but particularly trans women of color. Yes, black women. Yeah, yeah, we that know. too. And so I want to leave off on a final note by saying that even though a lot of people are saying that this is in, in an effort to roll back the strides of progress that President Obama made, that's only part of the pie because Title IX has been in place for forever. What Obama did is he just kind of loosened up mm-hmm. the specifics right. because Title IX protects cis women as well. It's basically gender equality. I'm going right. to read it to you all. So Title IX of Education Amendments Act of 1972 <laughs> is a federal law that states, quote, no person in the United States shall, on the basis of sex, be excluded from particip- participation in, be denied the benefits of, or be subjected to discrimination under any education program or activity receiving federal financial assistance. So this mm. is going to affect trans students. 78% right. of trans mm-hmm. students have reported being bullied. It's, it's, it's just a lot. Frankly, it's a lot. And finally, before we move on, I want to leave you all with this note from Miss Major. Now, if you're not familiar with who Miss Major is, I had to follow her. She is a veteran of the Stonewall Rebellion and a survivor of Attica (laughs) State Prison, a former sex worker, an elder, and a community leader and activist. Miss Major tweeted and said, after 70 years, I am here to tell you the system has always tried to break us. Mm. All us trans girls know we got to depend on each other. Yes. And when enough of us bitches come together, (laughs) we can, and she put the fire emoji, burn it down, excuse me, um, and use the ashes to build the motherfucking mansions we deserve. Come on. I just want to remind y'all that God has not given us the spirit of fear. We are resilient and we have to stay vigilant in fighting this dictator. I love old people cuss. Especially old black folk. Yes. It's scary. Bitches. It's deep. It is scary. Because you know they mean it. They mean it. Exactly. (laughs) Like they are telling their whole entire truth at that moment. You bitches. Are you listening? (laughs) Aw. You guys weigh in. Use uh, hashtag KT Radio. Maybe (laughs) by Friday morning I'll have more clear and concise thoughts. I just feel it's Wednesday night. I'm off work. It's it's just a lot. I've been literally simmering on this since Sunday because I know that I had to come. I had a responsibility to come on this platform and to Mm -hmm. talk about it. But I mean, listen, Char ain't gonna always be on her A game because my ner- literally, I'm jittery thinking about. Listen, it shared the we- story, like what we've been. I have worked to get the F on my license. Yes. I have right. worked to get the F on my passport. Speak, I have worked these hormone like. This shit is not easy. Yes. Like my the the life of trans people already ain't easy as it is. Whether you are quote unquote cis assumed or not. It's not easy. And yes. it's just, I don't know. It's like bottom of the totem pole, Whew. marginalized community, and you body slamming us even more for no reason. Literally, trans people are minding their fucking business. Minding their business. And here comes the, the boogeyman. Trying to thrive. But I will not be fearful. I can be sad, but I will not be but fearful. You know, so this is my thing. I'm going to be the devil's advocate. Um, usually when you know you have a bully or you know when you're in high school or when you were younger and a person who always messed with you, they usually like you. I'm just going to yeah. leave it. Well, we, it's no secret that Republican um, <laughs> politicians... <laughs> They've been Donald caught. Trump got a crush? What? A they've crush. been caught with gay More and trans that. people. Yeah. Yes. Repu- I mean, yeah. 
So let's I move. There's a lot of different shit going on in the background that has nothing to do with like trans people at all, to be honest. It's about to come well, to it's, light. It is, it is literally this MAGA. And I think that also they're attacking gender non-conforming and non-binary people in, in particular because I've seen a lot of complaints, even within the LGBT community, about like the new pronouns existing and things like that. Like people just want black and white. And that's just the world is too colorful. And it's taking away, like that's not what America is about. And it's like, literally, if you are not cis and white and male mm-hmm. and Christian, you don't have any rights. Eyes. Oh, you and don't sh- have any rights. Hair. Let's move on. This is giving me a headache. Give me that bulletin board, Char. <laughs> so the <laughs> MAGA bomber, we're recording this on a Wednesday. So the list Christ. of bombing, well, he's not a bomber, I guess, because nothing went off, but he tried to blow up. Literally every Democrat in politics that Trump has come after. I'm going to say they. I don't know if it's a he, a she, a they, a group of people, one person. But anyway, the list of bombing targets may still be growing. As of Wednesday afternoon, media outlets and local authorities have confirmed explosive packages sent to Obama, Clinton, Soros, John Brennan, by way of CNN, and Eric Holder. Another suspicious package intercepted at a congressional mail sorting facility was addressed to Maxine Waters. Mm. Several of the packages included the return address for Democratic Representative Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the former chair of the Democratic National Committee. The Secret Service intercepted the bombs sent to Obama and Clinton Mm -hmm. and has reportedly initiated a criminal investigation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we got Hillary Clinton, President Barack Obama, CNN and Time Warner Center, ex-CIA Director John Brennan, ex-Democratic uh, National Chair Debbie, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, ex-Attorney General <laughs> Eric Holder, George Soros, Kamala Harris, which I heard as well, and Maxine Waters. What the hell is going on? That's the scare tactic. Literally, mm-hmm. I saw Trump. I saw the press conference today. Uh, Be Best came out. And didn't have anything to offer. And Trump basically was like, these are despicable acts. But this is the same man that, like I just said, at a rally referred to himself as a national nationalist. And he knows that that's gaslighting and, once again, empowering his base. Well, he has to. I think what's going on, I think this what insults the intellects, the people who are smart, the people who are enlightened, the people who are open. You literally see that this man is doing Exactly what he's supposed to do. He knows that he's going to sugarcoat everything in the public. And making stuff up. I saw Good Morning America this morning. He's making up tons of stuff. Tons of stuff. No one's fact checking. No one cares. No one cares. We're in a a place in society where where no one is caring about fact checking. Once you make Mm -hmm. a bold statement and people, it's going to be millions of people who believe it. So what he is doing privately mm-hmm. is expressing to the people who I believe I'm mean, so let me say it, I believe that he's expressing these things what he really wants and then publicly when it happens he's gonna be like oh this is uncalled yeah yeah but then at his th- rally he don't keep that same energy no let's move on I'm glad everybody's okay um Megan Kelly's about <laughs> to lose her job. Thank God. I just saw a report on on the Hollywood Reporter. I guess execs pulled her to the side. I don't know how much longer she has, but in case you were under a rock, she said that when she was growing up, wasn't nothing wrong with blackface, <laughs> 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 and it caused a media storm. 
She apologized this morning on her show. She did. Um, but I noticed, <sighs> I, and I don't know if I was reaching and I tweeted this. I noticed that she said a, a, a black person lightening their skin or a white person darkening their skin. Now, my issue with that is that while I do not think that anyone should be touching their skin to affect the, the costume, black people lightening their skin have no historical implications. Right. At least not any that hold the weight of blackface. It's right. not a, a thing of admiration or anything like that. It's the history that comes along with blackface. And this face. is not, you can't even the keel on this. Mm-hmm. You can't say if black people don't do it and white people. Right. Like you no, are no, getting no, no, dragged no, specifically for your ignorance around <laughs> blackface. And I was just shocked that the whole entire audience, including black people, gave her a standing ovation. After Wendy her. thinks they got paid. They got paid, really. Wendy thinks the Negroes that were, woo, back in when she brought on her white lady tears. How much do you think you got paid? I don't. I would need at least. I'm not doing it. At least. That clip is going to live forever online. I know. Unless it's the Mega Millions ticket. (laughs) Right. I would need, like, how much would it, you said no money. How much would it cost you to clap for, um. For you to tap dance for uh, right. Megan, the, the woman who went on TV saying that Jesus and There's Santa no Claus are white with what she stated as her with statement. Her apology. She apologized and brought on the white woman tears, and there were mm. black people in uh, in the audience just, just applauding. I just I'm ringing sorry their bells. I can't. Can I'll it. just live the life that I live. I will not. No money can buy me a house. Really? No, I'm, sure. I'm not doing oh, it. Okay. It lives forever on the internet. <laughs> I can't. Like, I can't. It lives forever on the She's internet. She's too. This is, so this is the thing where against my people, and mm. I, I maybe I'm always the devil advocate in that. It's like, when are we going to stop uh, giving these individuals kumbaya moments? Right. We've been conditioned to forgive instantaneously. Sister, I'm sorry. And no, I'm, no, no, no. I'm not making excuses. I'm just telling you why it is a lot of the times these things happen. Mm. That's why a lot of people were applauding the little black boy also very in New York who that didn't... people actually like apologize to. So when it's like, oh my God, they actually apologize. Let me give them a run of That's applause. not, like, no, 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 that's routine. Supposed to do. However, <laughs> we have been conditioned as a people to forgive. And that's why a lot of people applauded the little nine-year-old black boy in New York who had come out and said he does not Against forgive the, the white woman. Well, of who, course. Who, yes. But, you know, there's always Let this right. Let him feel what he even, feels. Even uh, the, the people, the, the Dylan Roof people who, Dylan Roof walked into that church and uh, killed all those people. The next day, it was like families <laughs> on the news, like, but we forgive. But what is, what is that? The church, but it's uh, but it's conditioning mm-hmm. as well. Right, it's conditioning from the church. <laughs> it's My, historical. So as that's well. the only thing that I have against her. Of like you've you're you are an astute individual. You have been through college. You have been through every level of education. Mm-hmm. And on this particular topic, you go dumb. Well, right, and we and racist that, households. That was, I guess it wasn't a problem to do blackface, but that is something <laughs> that, you, that you learn. I remember learning about blackface in school with my white classmates. Like Megyn Kelly is a problem. Like I said, this one, this is the same woman from? that told oh, children no. that Santa Claus is, is white, white and Jesus is white. So let's move on. Listen. Luke Cage has been canceled, and Bye. I feel bad for the <gasps> cast. I don't feel bad about uh, for Mike Culture though, <laughs> oh and I'm going to tell you why. I love Mara. Oh, That's it was my least favorite it was uh, unceremonious too. So the a writers' room showrunner, <laughs> Cleo Hodari Coker, had been working for around six months producing scripts and taking notes from Netflix and Marvel. As actors, including lead Mike Coulter, remained under contract, a formal season three order was considered almost foregone, a foregone conclusion by all concerned. So it was unceremoniously um, canceled. Mm-hmm. And 
it I instantly thought of Nicole Wallace because things we all know how shifty things can be in this city and in this business. Mm -hmm. And when things like this happen, I always hearken back to, like I said, Nicole Wallace. For those of you who do not know the story, Nicole once was on The View as the Republican voice, and she found out that she was fired through Vanity Fair magazine. <gasps> so that's the story that I always keep with me because if it can happen to a white lady who's Republican. a Republican, <laughs> it can happen to my black ass. <laughs> so I don't know how these people found out. I think they might have found out via Deadline or The Hollywood Reporter, but they were in, they were prepping. They were like, like the six right. months, six months season into. Season what, three, two? This is season three. This season is three. three. And I was waiting. But listen, let me tell you, I don't feel bad for Mike Sorry Coulter because it. he's been problematic. Oh, if you all Wait, do, really? If you don't remember. Mike is the same one that went on his Instagram and qu questioned if trans people can exist. Why can't transracial people exist? <gasps> that was strike one. I didn't know that. And the nail in the coffin for me oh was during Aretha Franklin's funeral <gasps> when it went viral about that pastor t inappropriately touching Ariana, Ariana, Ariana Grande. Grande. He retweeted a clip and said, quote, now this is how you shoot your shot. Zero <laughs> fucks and laughing. So he just sounds like an all-around awful person. So I don't feel bad that he lost his job because clearly he has some hard lessons to learn. But the rest of the, the yeah, cast the and the whole, crew. Yeah, the whole cast crew. That's paychecks. Yeah. That's how production goes. We know, Char. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 Once we wrap, we wrap. <laughs> Woo! Triggered. Uh, I was looking forward to that season because they said it was going to get really, really, really black. Well, <laughs> we have other shows, I guess, for that now. <laughs> Tia Mary and Loretta Devine um, have a new series, speaking of Netflix. Um, it's called Family Reunion, and, it, and it, uh, 20 episodes have been ordered by, uh, like I said, Netflix. Family Reunion. It's called, I'm going to tell you the premise, though. <laughs> um, uh, coming with new ideas, and it's death to reboots. That's why a lot of people are excited, because, hello, we get Loretta Devine and Tia Mary. Not only is this original content, but the best part of the series is that it's being penned by an all-black writer's room. Ooh. Amazing. It's kind of like there are talented people of color out there <laughs> ready and willing to bring new kind ideas to the table. We're Go here. figure. <laughs> it's sarcasm it's within the article. Like. Under the rock. <laughs> oh, okay. It's sarcasm within the article. The comedy series follows Murray, who plays Coco McKellen, a free-spirited wife and mother from Seattle who clashes Seattle. with Divine's character, Madeer, <gasps> the strict matriarch of the tribe during the family reunion. So I don't know how they're going to make 20 episodes out of this. It sounds more like it could be a movie. Like Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins, starring yeah. Monique and Martin. So she's Coco? playing... Yeah, Loretta Divine's is playing the mother... It's basically, it's basically like jumping the broom, uh -huh. but and episodes. Loretta is playing Angela's character instead of Loretta's character. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, okay. So she's like the strict matriarch of the family during mm. the reunion, and Tia's character is a free-spirited wife and mother from Seattle. I don't know why they felt the need to include Seattle. But maybe she's hippy-dippy and a weed smoker. I don't know. Maybe she'll have a but beach wave wig. Maybe. Wow. Or cheaper filming. You're not going to check it out, Mina. I don't think so. I'm going to check it out. It's got an all-black writer's room. we got to support at least one episode. You lost me at Coco and Madeer. Well, but you know what makes <laughs> me Congratulations. Feel, that's what makes me feel comfortable about it. Because Well, they didn't pick the character. We don't know who picked the character's name. Ooh, okay. But the all-black writer's room lets me know 
at least I have an implication that it'll be done responsibly. But how many, so this is the thing, maybe I'll just be in my bag too much. It's just, oh, how many times have we heard Coco? How many times <laughs> have we heard Madeira? Okay, like. Maybe it's familiar, so they wanted to use it. I don't we know. have so many names. <laughs> Clearly. Um, Rihanna, it oh, leaked that she turned I down the Super Bowl. Stan. Pink did as well, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Oh. And no, no, no. This is for halftime. Halftime performance. You oh, know, okay. Pink, Pink does have hits that stick like grits now. Yes, she does. And uh, Belkalis also said that she will not participate Belkalis in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, who? Belkalis Amanzar. <laughs> she gave the, the queen most of rap. Confused look. She's like, who is Belkalis? And why is she being offered the Super Bowl? I don't know. Who now, that is. what <laughs> threw me off? What threw me off is this was oh. a moment because these are performers, right? Yes. What threw me off is when our sister Amy Schumer—that's her new name—ever oh, yes. since Monique I, said it. Okay. Our sister Amy Schumer threw her hat in the ring and basically said that she publicly ca- came out and said, "Oh, by the way, she's pregnant. Congrats, Amy." Oh. Um, she said that she told her agents she Who's will not father? be participating. Who knows? <laughs> she will not be participating in any Super Bowl uh, commercials. Uh, yes, advertisements. She also said that it is in support of Colin Kaepernick, and she urged Maroon Five to drop. Yeah. Do you think that's fair? Um, I do. You I think do. it's fair for our sister Amy Schumer, who ain't got <laughs> a damn thing to do with the Super Bowl, to throw her hat in the ring? I feel like anybody should have say their opinion. But it's Amy. She's almost like a Lena Dunham to me or a Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, if she's speaking on the right side of the fence, then I'm like, all right, speak your word. But then you still have to think about if she already received enough um, backing in her financial world to sit on her high horse and say, hey, don't do those. Don't do Mm -hmm. that show Mm -hmm. when Maroon 5 probably might. I mean, I don't know their status, but I'm pretty sure they're well off. But at the same time, this this can push you to a higher level. But we just had a conversation about shouting out someone's name or clapping for someone's name for some money for what's right. That is true. That's true. We don't know what side that Maroon 5 stands on. Right. Because they never had to. They could be racist. No, not Adam. Also, keep in mind, the Super Bowl. (laughs) Oh, I know. The Super Bowl, you don't get paid to perform. So yeah. this would be perfect for them to launch a tour you and things crafty. like that. Um, <laughs> but I just think that Amy. Like, who are you talking about? Amy coming out saying this is kind of like random as hell. I mean, I'm gu- I guess I'm glad that she had something to say, but it's just random because it's kind of like, who asked you? Rihanna made sense to me. Pink made. Hell, even Belkalise, only because Maroon 5. Did you know that their song, um, Girl Like You or whatever, was it's featuring one. Cardi B? Number one. Number one for 13. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yes. So uh, it, it was even fair for Belkalis to come out and say Allegedly something. Allegedly Paola. But our sister, that ain't no damn Paola. Our <laughs> sister Amy Schumer, <laughs> I just thought that that was random. I I support it. I Oh, I do too. Mm-hmm. I do too. I think we have to allow space for them to start checking their people. I agree. Yeah. Shout out to Chelsea Handler on Ellen. Mm-hmm. Sis did, did the work. Sis showed up and work. she did her work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Selma Blair. Did you all hear about Selma Blair? She got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. She found out on August 16th. If you're not familiar with her, she started movies like Cr- Cruel Intentions, Legally Blonde. She was just recently on American Crime Story, O.J. Simpson trial. She starred as Chris Jenna, and now she's on a um, Netflix show, like a oh. sci-fi show. And so, yeah, she's been struggling. We, I mean, get well soon. I wish That's her so well sad. in her yeah. journey. Yeah, she's been saying how she's been fumbling stuff and dropping Ugh. stuff. Like, she's just adapting to it. I had a really good friend with MS. And, like, isn't that what days. Michael Fox has? Michael J. Fox? 
No. Where is he? He has um, Parkinson's. 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 Yes. Yeah. There's a um, No, and there would be days where she could not operate because she couldn't pick up a pencil. Wow. Oof. Yeah. Because, like, the joints just, yeah. like. Count your blessings. Yeah. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Mm. Oh. Um, There's multiple. Two more, two more <laughs> hits before we move on. So Spice from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. She's the reggae God. artist. Monday, she debuted a new <gasps> complexion with blonde hair. And the internet blew up. However, I've been seeing reports that it was a publicity stunt for her new uh, single, which addresses colorism. Yes. In the black community. Yes. And I thought that was perfect to get it your pub- publicity out. Yes. She was number one on on being discussed and all over the blogs and the shade room and Baller Alert and all yes. the girls. I thought she had really done it, though, because I know that she's Caribbean and skin bleaching is really big Rampant. in West Africa yes. and the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and it looked real. It didn't look like makeup to me. But uh, allegedly it was. It looked like something that was not of, of God. God. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. See, look. people who bleach their skin, they never look light skin. No. You will I never. S- I saw PP tweet that. Like, they don't look light skin. They just look off. Yeah. Like, you got some type of. No, you look like you bleached your damn skin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Especially because I hear that around, like, the where the skin bunches up, like around your knuckles and elbows and knees, that never gets light. So, you walking Ew. around, like, it kind of gets light, but it doesn't have <laughs> oh. the same effect. Okay. Like, where you're most pigmented. On right. your knuckles, elbows, yeah, stripes yep. like a zebra. Yep, spice. A lot of people life. do their neck up, like that's where they focus on, and then their hands be real dark. But that's another story for another time. Y'all think Michael Jackson bleached his skin? Hey, we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> um, I Kiss can't. and tell lives forever, <laughs> and my mentions do as well. So I'm going. <laughs> I'm backing off of that because that's not on my bulletin board. Last but not least, I thought this was such a beautiful story um, about how Mm. Chad Johnson stayed with Michelle despite her depression. Now, Michelle's reality show, Well, Chad Loves Michelle, premieres on OWN on November 2nd, which is next weekend. Mm. And, uh, yeah, she said that she broke off her engagement with him multiple times. But uh, Sounds like Char. Shut up. Wow. She broke off her engagement. First ended her engagement weeks after he popped the question in March. And then, uh, again, right before she checked herself into a mental health facility in July. this is She just did an interview for People Magazine, so you guys can read up on this. And she's quoted as saying, I thought I was over depression. I thought I'm good. I've got love. I'm working out. But I was so angry. The rage built up inside of me. I did not attempt suicide, but I was questioning life. Now, having recognized the signs of depression from earlier in her career, she began noticing a change right around the time of Coachella in April. She's quoted as saying, the entire year we were rehearsing every day for hours. I was burying it. And before you knew it, I was looking up out of a pit like, oh, my God. During the Rocky months, Williams apparently tried to cut Johnson out of the picture, but he stayed on board supporting her the entire way. She said, I would have understood if he left he was praying for a wife. He didn't pray for a depressed wife. Wow. I, uh, you, but you pray for a wife. I know. And uh, we don't let her cook. Let's let Michelle simmer. What? <laughs> well, let's. I mean, the, the who is this man? So Chad Johnson is her fiance. He's a pastor. Oh, okay. Um, and they have a new show coming out that's documenting their relationship. I think it's only going to be one season because she. I don't know when her wedding date is, but uh, it's leading up to the road to marriage. And they've been filming for quite some time now. So we may even see Coachella 
and things like that. Oh, wow, yeah. We don't know who's going to make guest appearances. Mm -hmm. I think that if anybody did, it would be probably Kelly and Miss Tina, if anybody from that camp did. So you don't think her good sister Beyonce would make up? Beyonce's not big on reality TV. It's her sister. I don't no, think Beyonce I don't think Beyonce would do it. No, cameras that she's not in control of. Exactly. I don't me? think she'd do it. I think Kelly and and, and Celestine and Beyonce. <laughs> you may see the back of her head <laughs> of in like a faraway shot <laughs> of uh, Gal <laughs> by uh, way of New Iberia. Right. But I wish her up. well. I mean, <laughs> yeah, she's she seems to be in a good headspace now, and I'll be tuned headspace. in. I'll be tuned in. Yeah, I will too. The bulletin Cause board. It, I don't know because it you you announce. That and then then you have you go through treatment and then you have announced your reality show. Well, the thing is, I think that well, I know that depression is never ending. You think she's and she has it. It it is. You just learn how to how to manage it. Um, because that dark gray cloud, true, true. whether it's the the size of a mustard seed or the mm. size of the entire sky, is is gonna be there. And right. Michelle has access to the best doctors and health care and everything at the at the tip of her fingers. So if she's struggling with this, it it in my opinion, it would be something legit. I wonder which therapy um does she partake in? Church therapy or probably I, both. Yeah, I think yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's multiple. I think it's multiple. I would say it's multiple, yeah. Because well, Michelle's not all church now, y'all. Come on. She's I still mean, she I'm gonna give my breath, my strength, my will to you. <laughs> That's the yes, least that's I can true. do. Let me cater to you. That's very churchy. Through the good. She's singing to God. Very Pasha's wife. The ups and the downs. I still be over you. Okay. No, what about, <laughs> what about T-shirt? Let's move right. on. The bulletin board has literally <laughs> exhausted me. Right. Let's I'm a, move no, on. I'm closing out the bulletin board. Oh, so you got something else? I do. Um, there's two things. So Aspire TV, for those who are in Los Angeles, um, they're recording on Monday, November 1st. Um, Magic Johnson is going to be the guest on a show called Icons, Idols, and Influencers, hosted by uh, comedian Chris Spencer. Okay. Um, so that's going to be happening. I'll tweet the link out. Um, sorry, no, that's on Monday, October 29th. Lil Rayo is going to be the guest on the 1st of November so if you guys want the link, go to my Twitter page. I'll put hashtag KAT Radio. And I just want to give my or our condolences to Antoine Tony. Uh, so you guys, are you, when did you move to L.A.? Four years ago. Okay, so Antoine. Same. Yeah, so I'm from here. Okay. So I was out pussy popping in WeHo when yes. I was like 19. And um, there was a gentleman that was always out with us, like a great spirit. He just celebrated his 30th birthday. He moved to Atlanta, became a cop. Um, and he was shot on duty and killed mm-hmm. uh, while he was on the grounds in Atlanta, Georgia. So I want to give it like a lot of people knew him because he was kind of like on the scene back in the day. Right. So he lost his life right after his birthday and it just took us all by surprise. So rest in peace to Antoine and peace, hopefully yes. the family's dealing and family and friends. That's awful. Let's move on. Do we want to do Flashback Friday or the corner first? You can do Flashback Friday. I don't have anything. Let's move on to Flashback Friday. So this is once again taken from my Instagram. So when I asked you all, did you believe, did you agree with the notion that time heals all wounds? 53% of you said yes. 47% said no. Um, Also, (laughs) when I asked if you were resistant to asking for help, 
to the idea of asking for help, whether it be pride or what have you, 70% said yes, 30% said no. Now, taking it back to the first question um, about time heals all wounds, you know, the follow-up question was, have <coughs> you ever uh, talked about something publicly that you ended up regretting? Right. Most of the responses that I got were regarding coming out, actually, mm. where people sharing that they regretted. I believe that. You know, I hate to say it, but coming out to my family, talking to my sister on Facebook, um, someone said that they're bi. This guy said that he's bi, and the person that he told felt like it was a slap in the face because they've defended him throughout his life, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, he ain't gay. He ain't bi. He don't like boys. And then he felt like it was a slap in his face? A slap in their face when he confirmed that I do like boys. I like girls, but I also like boys. And it... It was like I've been defending you. You know, people are selfish. Right. I'm just like, that's what ridiculous. Um, shit like, you. what the? F- One of the most interesting <laughs> ones was uh, I told everyone on Facebook that my then husband and good girlfriend were having an affair. I also went to her job. She started working at the same job as me. I know. Oh. And blasted her. Taller parent movie. What? Is this? The, okay. Listen, this is someone that I've regrets doing that. Huh? She regrets. She regrets blasting, her? blasting the, that situation. Okay. At their job and on Facebook. Ooh, she took it to bad. Facebook. Um, and then also, I guess some of the responses about asking for help. Most of the people were just saying. Someone said black mothers conditioned mm. her to. I guess the pride. Um, mm, yeah. People love to say they help you just to say they helped you. Mm. Um, because after you receive help, the person who helped you will never let you forget it. Some help is bias. So now I just pray and ask God to send me the clarifications for my issues. <laughs> Girl, sometimes you got to ask for help. Yeah, the closed mouth don't get fed. Someone right. said it makes them feel vulnerable. I totally agree. Um, I've always been independent and resourceful. It has to be my last resort for, for me to ask people to help me. Mm-hmm. So thanks for weighing in. Yeah, um, thank you. Let's move on to the LGBT corner. And now it's time for the LGBT corner. The corner this week goes out to Dana Owens. Does anyone know who Dana Owens is? No. Um, 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 Queen Latifah. Yes! Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Queen like, Latifah and Ebony like, Nichols are allegedly expecting their first child together. Wait. Uh, oh, okay. I would stay out of it. <laughs> what you got to say? <laughs> Wait, what? Queen Latifah and her alleged girlfriend, Ebony Nichols. Alleged. Now, see, I've been following her since she was allegedly dating Jeanette Jenkins. Mm-hmm. The, the trainer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Ooh. Now she's with Ebony, and I've seen paparazzi pictures of Ebony pregnant. Ooh, Ebony. Bye. Um, but <laughs> Queen Latifah and rumored girlfriend, Ebony Nichols, have reportedly been dating since 2013. And paparazzi caught pictures of the mm. pair together, of course, on several occasions. And now Radar Online, which I know is a little sketchy, but because I've seen these pictures with my own two eyes, Radar Online is now reporting that the Oscar-nominated actress and the Hollywood choreographer, mm. are, she loves an active woman, yeah. are ready <laughs> to expand, allegedly, allegedly, are ready to expand <laughs> their family as Nichols has been spotted with a full baby bump. So congratulations, Dana. I love you as Carlotta. Allegedly, congratulations. Allegedly. Queen. So, but will we, so, we wouldn't actually congratulate Dana. It's an alleged congratulation. I'm congratulating Dana and Ebony. The human coming into the earth. Congratulations, Ebony, for making the made. decision to bring forth life. We and don't know that, Dana going pregnant. Yeah, Ebony is. Ebony is, but that's a, her alleged girlfriend. We don't know that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Anyway, congratulations <laughs> to them. Let's move the hell the on. The alleged baby. <laughs> 
Sean, what you talking about today? And we sat down at the baked potato. We talked. And we talked. There was a really unique, beautiful power. Yeah. We just, we had that moment and we, we connected, but I was married and yeah. it was, you know. Damn. And we that just. That was it. That was it. We wow. did not have an affair. We did not have an while affair. He was married. Nope, Let's not be clear at all. about that. Not no. at all. It was just that next night, me and Cherie went to dinner. And I sat down with Cherie. And it was one of the most bizarre emotions I ever had after we had that talk. And we were at the Palm. And I remember I had to get up from dinner when I had a, a realization that I wasn't with the person I was supposed to be with. Mm. <laughs> but you would have stayed with her forever. Forever. I would have never gotten divorced. Yep. Wow. I went in the bathroom at the Palm and I broke down in tears. Wow. And I was sitting in a stall in the restaurant, and I was crying uncontrollably and then laughing, like, what the heck is wrong with me? And I was crying and laughing. And it's like I knew Ooh. that was the woman I was supposed to be with, but I was never getting divorced. Right. Yeah. I'm, I don't get divorced. Right. Like, all the emotions. All the emotions yeah. at one time. Like, I was happy like, that you figured it out. Figured it out. But then. But devastated emotionally. Yeah. And then I had it would to, never come to fruition. It would never, it was never to gonna happen. I just had to get my gangster back together. I got myself together, went back out, sat down with Cherie, and went started going back on with my life. Yeah. Yeah. So Red Table Talk. <coughs> Red Table Talk premiered season two, Jada mm-hmm. Pinkett Smith's I love show. It. Um, with Gam and Willow, one of my favorite shows. And it's on Facebook. Watch. You guys can just look it up. But in the season two premiere, it's two parts. So part one aired on this past Monday. Part two will air on this upcoming Monday. And it has her husband, Will Smith, on it. And it's full of a lot of interesting stories. Like they, excuse me, they met because like Alfonso, who plays Carlton, Mm -hmm. Alfonso Ribeiro and Jada had like went out for like dinner or something. One time. Um, Later on, Will ended up, well, Jada ended up catching Will's attention a Different World taped on Thursdays. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air taped on Fridays. Will went up to the set of A Different World to meet Jada, but he met Cherie, who was his first wife. Yes. Ended up marrying her and having his first son, Trey. Funny how life is such a damn gag sometimes. Like, life is a gag. Mm, It's a gag. Thinking about that, like, life is a circus. It's a gag. That's just, just... the, that whole hookup story. And then what you were hearing is that uh, Will was married and then Dwayne and Tisha, you know, Gina and what was his name on all of us? I can't remember. I don't know. But Zen they, Lounge. They, right. The Zen Lounge folks <laughs> were, <laughs> were having something and Jada happened to be there and Will was stressing that he has a good, like, I guess, like spirit meter. Like when he met Jazzy Jeff, he knew that they would yeah. make good things together. When he met... Uh, Alfonso Ribeiro he knew that they would make good things together and Jada just set fire to his spirit and then he goes on to say that Jada at one point had left Hollywood and went to Baltimore bought a farm Mm -hmm. and that's where she was going to live Will had gotten divorced Sharif well Sheree excuse me filed for divorce on Valentine's Day I don't know what year but she hit him with the papers on February the 14th he ends up calling Jada and saying, are you off. seeing someone? And Jada said, no. And he was like, you're seeing me now. And Jada was like, okay. okay. Now, y'all don't need to have all that confidence. <laughs> no. Don't have all that confidence when you call calling somebody. I don't know if that would work on me. I think it depends on the man. Up. 
It depends on the man. But at a different time, though. At a, and it depends it on the time. Because Ray time. Love is more about to kill. Right. Like, not really, know. because Will was not a bum. I'm saying and neither was Jada. The 90s. Right. I mean, when yeah. people were different... saying about love, like really? nowadays, it's like. If a man called me and asked me, are you seeing someone? And in I say no. I, I'm a, if, if, if it's the right man at the right time that I feel, and he's like, now you're seeing me, I might say, okay, too. I know me. Now, you all, you speak for your damn selves. I don't think Char, I would. You would say okay. Depending on the man, absolutely. You would say depending okay on where and then I'm at call in life. back 10 minutes later and be like, hold on, let me think about this. Mm-mm. I don't think I'd do that. You would really? automatically. I think I would say, if I had some simulation of who he was, like, uh-huh. you can't get my number off Twitter and pull that card. <laughs> call it, right. But if we know each other, if we've shared space Intimate and someone spaces? pulled a power move like that and I liked him or if. The timing was right. Like I said, it depends on wh- how I'm feeling, where I'm at. And it depends on how, how I view him at the time. Okay. Hell yeah, I'd be like, okay. Is that your question? That's not my question. Okay. But I okay. thought that that was interesting. <laughs> um, so my question to you all is, mm-hmm. have you ever been in a situation like Will describes, uh, like, like we just heard, where he said he met Jada and then he was like devastated. He was already in this committed relationship. Well, marriage and divorce was not an option for him. He was not going to file for divorce. And he was at a crosshairs of this is the person that sets my, that lights my candle on fire. Mm-hmm. And I need to be like, I cannot imagine that. Have y'all ever been in a situation like that? Whether it be within a relationship or a job or an opportunity, something that you took and then uh, something comes along that you're like, whoa, and you get this feeling like this is what's really for me. And you've been like at an emotional crosshairs because you've already committed to something else. Hmm. I don't think off top that I have. I think I'm always present in the moments when recognizing that the shift is occurring, mm-hmm. that I whatever happens after that, that'll just be something I have to deal with. But I, it never crosses me again and be like, damn, I should have, that's, I should have went there. Because it, it, it was laid upon me to actually take action in that moment. Mm. So I don't ever really, I can't recall a time. Where a you, time. How would you, re- how do you think that you would react if you were in that situation? Let's say you were married to you. You got married to a man and then you meet a man that makes you feel just off of conversation, mm. makes you feel like nobody else has ever made you feel. And you wound up, crying and laughing at yourself in the bathroom like bitch what are you doing because you you're at dinner with your husband but can't stop thinking about this other man what how do you think that you navigate that so i guess i could bring it okay i just thought of something so <laughs> it just came to me hot tea it was <laughs> piping mm-hmm. it wasn't to that um effect but out of respect if i'm talking to someone or trying to get to know someone i don't date or open myself up to anyone else. What if it's no. unintended? What, like I said, what if it's just innocent conversation? It's not opening yourself up to a new possibility. It's just you having conversation with someone and they make you feel like you never felt like a man has never made you feel before. Mm. And they got the looks to go along with it and the bank account, but you already married. Your heart is on fire. And your loins. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would just have to... <laughs> chalk it up like I couldn't yeah. out of respect of the relationship that I'm in I'm just I'm a helpless romantic would so. you leave them or would you stay 
honestly, I probably would stay. Okay. Because Responsible. if something like, because it panned out anyway, so I would give it, because now that I know that information, mm-hmm. any little thing that that person that I'm in a relationship with, that would always be in the back of my mind, like, well, you fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I got King Charmin over here. <laughs> right. Waiting. Yeah. So, and if it's meant to be, it will it'll be, be meant to be. Yeah. yeah. And things like this, it, at least it worked out in the Pinkett Smith household because sometimes people make that leap and it don't work. But see, that's oh. kind of that's how you know that 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 dynamic was so right. That's what I'm saying. That yeah. magnetic. When, they, when he said that, th- when he how he met her, yeah, I didn't think nothing. Ab- I was like, that's because oh, life is a gag. That's why they're like that. Mm-hmm. They see each other. Right. All of them. Eye to eye. Jace, what about you? Have you ever been in a situation, whether it be relationship or anything, where something has come along and then something better? <coughs> um, so I have a, <laughs> a short story. Mm. Um, so I was dating somebody and it did not work out. And I started dating somebody else. And something had happened where I had to, where I decided to contact that person and like let him have it. And this like is go the, off the in past. a bad thing. Yeah, okay. this is the past person. Okay. Um, and that person literally called me every single day for about two months. I want to say, while I had a boyfriend. Okay. So I was not answering. Mm. And even though you opened that door, come even on. though I opened that door. Um, and one day I answered the phone mm. and it was an apology. After the two months. After the two months. Of oh. him calling. And then what happened? And then I realized I was like, Oh, I'm not who I'm supposed to be with. But I could also acknowledge because of the history of the other person, I was supposed to be with them either. But I knew that I was not necessarily emotionally over that person yet. Mm. And hence why you called and went off on them. Right. And so, like, I was just like, I just kind of need to be alone. Like, I, it wasn't going like how Will did from Sheree, like walking right. out. All right, we're together. I know you're in Baltimore, but I'm gonna fly you out. Like, no, it was nothing like well, that. Well, there was it some was time. More... I mean, they kept it condensed, but there was some time in between. Mm, that. No, he, he said, said he said he signed the papers and walked out the and door and called and her. But I'm saying she didn't divorce him after. I'm saying after that dinner when he had had to excuse right, himself, right, like right. It, they were still together. Oh, time between that, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I remember like having that feeling and being in that moment of just like, okay, this is this is still lingering, and I'm in a new relationship, mm-hmm. and that's this is overlapping. It's not cute. So it's what not if fair. It's, so yeah, it's, it's right. not or right. to yourself or to myself. Right. Um. So what would you do if it were marriage? Because that was just relationships and dating, and you have liberty to just um leave. So but when the, thing, the, the legal way, contract, right? Mm-hmm. The way I look at and even with relationships too. I always take into consideration that the way you may feel about someone or the may, however much you may love them, that's only about 50% of a relationship. You can love somebody all you want to, but the 50% of like the structure is not correct. And like the support. The and support, the trust. Are you financially like, responsible? Yeah, like money. I, like mm-hmm. people don't divorce over love. They divorce over sex and like money. Mm-hmm. And so if the money rest is of number that, one. Money is number one. Yes. Right. And so I have to consider all of that, too, to make a relationship even work, going into it and breaking up. Yeah, that's my thing, because I know that there honeymoon phases exist. Mm-hmm. So I don't and know. And it comes in waves. And it does come yes. in waves. And they seem like they have a healthy uh, marriage. And I like how they pa- painted everything out. For me, I've never been in a situation where 
I've been like any opportunity or guy that I was dating where something better has come along or that uh, that electrified me and I've been like oh I miss I'm kind of like with Nina with that mm-hmm. like I kind of stay in the flow of things and I know that what's for me is for yeah. me yeah. however hearing that the first time I, I watched this and I heard it it literally made the tiny hairs on the back oh. of my neck stand up because I could not imagine being at those crosshairs of being married especially I think it's just with like the trans journey as it oh, is child. like you finally made it I, I, I got me a man <laughs> there's a line. ring on my finger <laughs> And now I'm here comes. I'm married now. You hear? Right. Okay. And now here comes something that just sends knocks you off fi- your feet. Yes. It kind of reminded me of the Notebook. I've never seen the Notebook. Oh, We've man, we been through this. this. I've never this. seen it either. So I'm standing in what solidarity, sister. Hell? Thanks. <laughs> solidarity is the name of the game, bitch. Anywho, oh my god! Li- okay. Listen, we should it. name this episode "Life Is a Gag." Clearly, <laughs> uh, I'm gagging right now. Classic. But, but yeah, so that's that's been my Rachel experience. McAdams? I literally can. I love Rachel Rachel and I love McAdams? Ryan. I've just never seen that movie. It seems no. a little too sappy for me. Yeah. Um. It's good. I don't want to be in my feels. And to to our knowledge, Will never told Sheree this to her face. Like I'm assuming that she found all of this out while Last watching night? the Red Table Talk. <laughs> Uh, no, but I would think Will is a stand-up guy. Will ain't gonna tell Sheree that I met Jada and she set me on fire. And I was and, in the bathroom crying. And, and I was in the bathroom crying. I think he has too much respect for his first wife and the mother of his first child. That just, that's some hurtful shit. See y'all being I'll really tweet. That that's was some a hurtful. lie, though. What? <laughs> Wait, what? I'm gonna lie like this to my next girlfriend that I'm gonna be crying in the bathroom. I'm like, please, I don't think he was lying. Else. I don't think so either. But I thought that was funny. I don't no. think he was lying. That's that's a very dramatic scene. He's yeah, but I don't think Will was lying. <laughs> I don't think so either. But no, it's funny. things might have been exaggerated. It, how was it funny? It's funny. How can you imagine Will Smith, six foot four Will Smith in yes. the bathroom stall? Yes. Is he not laughing? allowed to have emotion because he's six he foot is, four and but a man? The reasoning behind the emotion. An is emotional funny. crosshair. That's I'm married fine. to this woman. We're out at dinner, and I'm it's in love with scenario. another woman. I would love to watch that. I don't see that. If you all see the comedy, let me know. If you do, if you, do, if you don't, let us know. Please. I don't see anything funny. I, I think, think that, that it's that sad. visual is funny. The visual. The visual. The visual. Of Will crying. crying I'm not, and He laughing. probably have all his legs and everything <laughs> on the toilet. <laughs> like, <laughs> so he can't see Yeah, because he can't. He said he was crying and laughing. His loafers are just in the air. A loafers, no. really? <laughs> I'm not laughing. Um, <laughs> however, uh, yeah, that's just, like I said, that's something that really got to me cause I couldn't imagine. And I often wonder if I'm the Jada to someone else. Oh, I'm sure you are. I can really? Cause you could be the Jada and even you could be the Jada to someone else. And we would never we know. Would, we wouldn't know if they okay. have this, if they abide by the same principles as will, okay. I'm not getting divorced. And if their partner isn't filing those papers on Valentine's day, you'll never know. If you're if you're the Jada to someone else, That's so you said. Well, I think you kind of answered. Like you would say, if someone, do you have anybody in mind right now that if they called you and said, "Let's be together," would yes. you do it? You yes. Do? yes, 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 okay. if, yes. If it were this situation, I'd have to. No, anybody. If someone calls you right now, it depends on. Like I said, it depends on where I'm at. Like it depends it yes on where they're at. Right. No, I, I, you guys can rewind this. I said it clearly depends on where I'm at. And where they're at. Oh, I you did say, say that. I did. did say that. Oh, yes. Watch, yes. I know what I said. Watch the notebook. I know what I said. Um, but I do feel like in certain respect, there's one person I can think of that I uh, that I 
think that I could quite possibly be there, Jada. But the 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 thing is, I have no interest at this point in saying yes. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Same. If your wife divorces you or you happen to leave her, I'm not. Don't call Char at this point in this particular time. I don't think I'm anybody. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. You won't. You won't know though. Right. You wouldn't know. Yeah, you're right. Let's don't, move on. Don't call me. Let's move on. <laughs> topic two. <laughs> so my topic. Do you guys watch nine one one on Fox? I do. Do you, you Nina? <laughs> You're like, nah, I don't. So that okay. means you got to provide I some know context. about it. Right. Okay. Well, you know Good. family and boyfriends. Um, so my question, are you in a relationship, by the way? No. Okay. Just with my higher power. Mm-hmm. You're Amen. single? Hallelujah. For some reason, I thought you were in a relationship. Why would you think that? I just thought you were. <laughs> Who said I that? I think that's the thing that, why I'm not in one, because people automatically <laughs> think that I am. I just thought you were. Like the whole Southern Belle of it all. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> you singing. Everyone in the South is You cute, like. Right, that's sister. another thing. All of my girlfriends in the South, but that's the woes, New of, Orleans included. But that's the woes. I thought you had a boyfriend. I I'm welcoming that <laughs> person. Now to accepting come along. applications. Everyone out there, the right ones. Are you on Twitter too? I'm on everything. Okay, Twitter. But yes. Um. So in the last episode, or last week's episode, nine one one, we see that Angela Bass's new white bay, who was um, Nate on Six Feet Under. Uh, he's the fire chief, and he is in this family. Their family is very Kardashian Jenner. You oh. know, the ex, the ex husband is gay. We have the girl who's going to homecoming. We have the new boyfriend coming in. So it's a very, it's a lot of mixing going on, and it's okay. That never happened in my family. Um, and so my question to you, ladies, has has there ever been a significant other or someone that you were dating that you had a pleasant? experience with whether it be with a family member and it was unexpected like a family member or a friend Cause like a lot of times you date somebody and you're like okay well mm. my friend so-and-so just be careful don't say this don't say that but you know da, 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 but she's cool on the inside mm-hmm. so have you ever had an experience where you met or where you met someone who was the family member or the friend and you had a play or the complete opposite you heard all, all good things and they shot you down like a shotgun I'll go first. I'll tell a, a short story. Um, <laughs> 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 so, again, back to my crazy cookie dating life. Um, this is actually a family member of mine. And I had my, I've spoken about my grandmother before on this show. She is the real housewife of Hartford, Connecticut. Like, she's very bourgeois and all those things. And she's not homophobic at all. My aunt is a lesbian. But she, anyone who is not a saddler is like a virus coming into her space. Mm-hmm. So if you're, it doesn't matter if you're white, black, you know, gay, whatever. Whatever. So um, we had a family reunion in D.C. a few years ago when I was dating somebody. And I had warned, you know, like she's a great woman. Like this woman <laughs> has walked the Olympic <laughs> torch across Connecticut. No joke. Like she has gotten the worst accolades. The MLK was in her home and he was, she was feeding him crackers and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's that woman. But um, like I said, she's a virus. So I remember introducing her to my boyfriend at the time and him walking up to her like, hey, I hear like you're the matriarch of the family and you don't know me. And he was just like, oh. And he was like, mm. and she literally went. She told did us you all warn s- him about this? I did, 
but it, he was also like, this is some grand woman. I'm going to give. And so I mean, he was, that's why he walked right. pay respect. Home. But yeah. I don't think he expected for her to be so response. cold right. with that response. Like, you know, he was planning to be like, who says like, hello, Nana Corey, I'm the make, <laughs> are you the matriarch of the family? You I know plenty of mean and surly uh, <laughs> older women that, that are like that. Yeah. Plenty. I love but mean and surly. He, he literally had everyone stand up in a circle and Penny, you're such a great person. Chase, da 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 da. Mm. Past him, <gasps> I started to say, Kevin, my father. Oh my Mar- god! Like, what in the crazy rich age? And Asians. gave everybody hugs, and then shook his hand, and then kept giving everybody a hug. Like she was like, she was adamant on not liking adamant. him. Adamant. And so um, that was one crazy experience that um, I have been involved in. And I was trying to be, you know, me as the middle person being mm-hmm. the buffer right. to kind of like control the environment and also like apologize, but like respect my family. Like it was mm. just a really, and it was a family reunion too. So that my dad started getting Ooh. involved. Like it was just, it was a situation. So, and I was not expecting it to go that south. Like I was expecting some type of like animosity or whatever, because I know my Nana, I've known her for 30 years. But, like, that was just a horrible trip. So, do you guys have any other stories, whether it be friends or family? I think, for me, um, well, I have a close-knit um, family friend circle. And so, my friends often are very protective of me mm-hmm. because they know I'm I'm just, I'm a loyal and I person. and Very they, sweet. Yeah. And so... I remember one time in college that the boy used to um, pick, he used to pick me and my roommate up. And Where'd you go to school? Like physically? I went to, well, pick us up from school. Okay. From, from college when we would go. You went to Dillard? Dillard University. Um, D-U-D-D-D-D-D. Where's Dillard? You want to Louisiana. But she found a letter he had wrote to me. She didn't know at that time that we were talking. And so after she Who found, found this, my sister found the letter. My sister, my friend's sister, mm-hmm. when we were in um, undergrad together, she found the letter. She didn't tell me she found the letter that um, I had wrote to him. And so then she found out the information that we were talking. Long wow. story short, I started noticing when he would pick us up, she would slam the door and like, like all this stuff and I'm like what's wrong with her like what's mm-hmm. going on and then come to find out that it was um that person she found out right and so she was just looking at him like you better not fuck up my sister mm-hmm. you better not fuck you but she didn't want to express that to make me know we gotta find the language <laughs> in situations <laughs> like that we got to you gotta well, find the language I mean, because triple a you breaking car doors and like doing <laughs> all that and I'm like let just let me know and then I can now, did you intentionally keep that secret because you know how she's gonna react? No, I'm a Virgo, so okay. I really Ow, Earth sign. Meow. What were you waiting for? <laughs> Nothing really was my business. Amen. I feel that mood. Mm-hmm. Mood. Hashtag my business. <laughs> my business. <laughs> and it didn't interfere with anything regarding us except this car door. Well, that too. <laughs> it was her. But he car, knew. Though, right? But he knew though. Yeah. 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 For me, it's been um, guys that I've dated. I can't recall the last time I've met someone's parent or interacted with someone's sister, or brother, or something like that. But for the most part, um, what I from what I can remember, it's never really been an issue, mm-hmm. a personality thing. Um, for some people, it has though, because I I I have an alpha personality, and that's not to say that I I'm gonna come in your mama's house with my <laughs> nose up, right, in your own. But I've been put out better, right? I've been I I know how to be. I am very respectful, and I I adapt quickly. 
Um, and I, that's based off of my life experiences. Yes. I can go to Amy Joe's house and I can also go to yes. LaFonta Ray's house. Yes. Like I can, <laughs> I have a friend that's her middle name. Uh, <gasps> really? Shout out to South Dallas Oak Cliff. Come on. Um, so uh, yeah, I can, I'm able to be in any type of situation. I've been properly. to, I've been to the cookout and I've also been yes. to the revival type family reunion. Uh, uh-huh. the revival. Um, well, listen, the Jocelles, I already told y'all about the Jocelles, mm-hmm. but, uh, so yeah. Um, uh, friends, friends, parents, yeah. I was about to say, there are some friends. <laughs> One of my friend's moms does not like me for no reason. But it's funny. I, I laugh at it now. She's consistent in but her dislike. But can we say it is a reason, but you just don't know it? I don't know. I think it's because I'm new. Because okay. all of his friends are like, oh, we've been friends since we were 17. Right. And I'm like the new High bitch. Right. Um, and yeah, there were just a few people's moms that were like, kind of like, mm, hey. And they have ended up warming up to me because I'm irresistible. Clearly. Um, I pro- you know, you're going to laugh when you're around me. Speak we're going to have truth. a good time. You spend two hours with me. You're going to have no choice but to like me. Come on. So, uh, yeah, people, most people have come around. <laughs> um, there have been. The facts are the facts. I get that literally. <laughs> there are not Show any. The there's not any one that I think that I've come across in close proximity as far as someone uh-huh. that I'm dating or someone's fr- th- that's my friend um, and their extended family or friends that has consistently not liked me except for one guy I can remember in high school none of his girlfriends liked me like none of his female friends mm-hmm. liked me for Ooh, no reason you know what um, I just thought about and they never came g- came around to the idea of me even though I've always was extending like little olive branches just trying to uh, what is it go along to get mm-hmm. along they were, you know, they kept that same energy and, you know, more power to them. But <laughs> I had a that's a- all I can think about. Okay. Yeah, I had a friend who all of his friends, gay friends in particular, did not like me. And I would just be like, hi, nice to meet you. And I remember one time this dude, we were at dinner and the guy ended up paying for dinner, but he was so drunk that he was just being rude as fuck to me the entire time. And it's like jabs. And I'm just like, okay, well, should I, am I interrupting some type of date? Like, right. what's going on? And so he, my friend was is very quiet until, like, he's out of the situation. So I couldn't be like, what is going on? Like, what, are we going to have a conversation? What's up? <laughs> and so, on, um, right. <laughs> and so, Ow. yeah, but I kind of saw a pattern with him and his friends and people that he dated, and they all had an issue with me. Why? I don't know. You were in their position. I think I think that's something to do with it. Mm. They thought that I was. There have been people that I don't like. Like, if, for example, if my friends are dating someone and you come back and tell me some dirt about what uh, they did okay. to you, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll be like, girl, please. Even if things, you know, patch back up, like there's just certain yeah. things. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, you know, I kind of keep my distance. But for right. the most part, I'm easy to get along with. That's why it's, I think you know. I am, and my receipts show that I am as well. Uh. Most people that do not get along with me, I have, from what I've observed, has been strictly off of insecurity or projections. You think I'm going to be one way, and so you keep that energy. Like, if you think I'm going to be mean, you greet me thinking I'm going to be mean, and you don't know how to adjust to me being cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like weird stuff like that or their own insecurities. I don't know. I try not to worry about That's not my business or my problem. That's not your business. Please, are you kidding? What's that quote? Whatever people think about you has it's none of your business. Yeah, none of your business. It's yes. not. I don't none. give a fuck. It's not. I, mean, I don't give a fuck. I do it. So, Ew. kudos, Char. Let's move on to the KAT kudos. All right, time for the Kiss and Tell kudos. 
So this week's KAT kudos, I have to tip my hat to cis folk for being decent people, the handful of y'all that are. Cis folk and celebrities who are using their voices to support trans rights in this gray cloud of a shithole right now. (laughs) In particular, Alyssa Milano, a.k.a. Phoebe Hallowell from Charmed. She uh, penned an essay for Broadly.Vice.com, and it's a call to action for why cis women need to be fighting alongside their trans sisters and why she is. And so I really appreciate you for that, Alyssa, and for the feed, I will attach the article. So she shows up for the people and Jam- James Vanderbeek. He posted a picture with India Moore, his co- co-star mm-hmm. from Pose, um, and he was using his voice to uh, to be made privy. Have we seen any black celebrities? I'm not trying to demonize anyone, but have we seen? Okay. Uh, I've seen white celebrities come to the forefront. Have we seen any cis black celebrities nope. come to the forefront in support of? Of Title Nine, nope. well, I understand the female aspect, but we what we really need this. I what I would like to really see is the black males. I haven't seen anybody, right? So, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys know I'm, I'm black straight. I'm welcome to uh, being corrected, but black correct me if I'm wrong. Males. Black straight so cis seen, males. Yes, so right. I've, I've seen black gay men. Yeah, me too. But um, and yeah, really use your voices and do your research. I mean, I appreciate the little graphics and memes being posted because anything helps. But more importantly, you know what? I'm not going to even tell y'all what to do. Just make sure that Tuesday, November 6th, you get your ass hey, out and vote. Man. Let's move and on vote. and learn some stuff about Miss Never Ending Nina. Mm-hmm. Forever. So, Nina, before we play a quick game, I just had a few questions for you regarding um, your career. Okay. So you have a new single out. I do. Titled That One. That One. And it's available on all the streaming. All down. That title, download everywhere. Spotify. Yes. Um, Jason and I were listening to it last night. Mm-hmm. We really liked it. It kind of reminded me of like a music soul child, like a female music yeah, soul child. Yeah, I can see that. Like the vibe of the song. Yes. So what inspired it? Looking for That One. Looking for that one. Um, particularly if you when when you are a songwriter, you want to make sure you convey. Well, let me bring that back. As a song, as a universal songwriter, I want to convey everyone's um, message, but as well center it around mine as well. Mm. And so when I wrote it, which was four years ago, um, I really was in a space where. When you have everything, when you think you have everything that a relationship would be great with, mm-hmm. but you don't have the actual person to <laughs> release all those things, <laughs> 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 release all those things with. And so I was going down, we was in a studio and I was going down the list of like, okay, well, what, what would make you feel comfortable being or ha- saying that that's the one? And so soon as I got that concept in my head, that's when I was started pinning all the lines. So that way, if you can go line by line, it's everything that anybody yeah. would yeah. want to yeah. recognize in that one. If you wrote it four years ago, why did you just now record it? The process of actually... Right. I was say, I understand. Um, <laughs> the blueprint... Or the guy. I mean, I know Solange does things like this too. Yeah, <laughs> she does. Right. She worked on a seat at a table for four years. And God bless my sister because she, she's a black cisgender woman in the music industry. It's totally different from a black trans woman in the music industry. I can only imagine. Oh, um. So, the 
I'm not gonna say cat and mouse, but the but everything leading up to it is that you have to find the proper producer. You have to find right. the right safe yeah. space. You have to understand juggling your um day to day. Get the right feel in the studio. The feel right in the mood. studio, making sure that they're down, making sure they understand. Because uh, me being an artist, I have to really let them know. Like, look, my music comes first. My mm-hmm. artistry comes first. Anything else after that. That's on the side. Like, I don't want anything to deter me from getting the truth out there. Mm -hmm. And so when I did that song, that's exactly what it is. And so I'm just so grateful that everyone is liking it and, you know, really feeling it. Because I've been receiving it so much dope. feedback. Well, thank you, sister. It thank you. Like, I really. The surround sound in the Prius. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and, we, and so artists think about that because I know. If I'm at home and somebody pissed me off, or if I just got the phone with um uh, somebody who <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, um, <laughs> you know what, the alleged baby, because <laughs> I would that's clearly where that line came from. But um, no, it's just like when you're a writer, you you think about those times where that person can be distraught sitting outside their porch and they hear your song mm-hmm. and it changes their viewpoint. Mm-hmm. I literally have had that done. I've received that information yeah. saying mm-hmm. job well done because this literally happened to me. Uh, somebody calling me and DMing me and telling me, mm-hmm. like me, mm-hmm. you know, releasing this and they're saying, yo, I feel this song. Like, yeah. it's the truth. It's be- good. It's good. And as and a the creative, first, like that's the first thing you want to do. First thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. First thing. First time I met Nina was about just a little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a, a benefit gala for like the Trans Law it Project. It was actually the Girls Like Us live event by Jayla Sims, my good sister Jayla Sims. But wasn't it in collaboration with like the tra- Trans Law yes. Project? Because yes. I donated money to Yes. But I met her okay. and she was Put doing, uh, okay. no, this was, fit. they had a box. Yes. Oh. And I had cash, cash and <laughs> dropped it Dip in there. Dip it in. You want to see um, it. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, we got to help the law projects yes, to help do. the girls. Come on. Um, and so, yeah, I witnessed the first time I was introduced to you, you were doing a live set. Uh-huh. And I just was like, wh- I mean, everybody was so talented. Yes. <laughs> But I was like, why don't I know these people? (laughs) I was sitting there like all of these talented black trans women that's got my hand up in the air Uh like it's first Sunday. And I don't know them. And so that's the first time that I met you. I just wanted to share that. And And then then you performed your single. No, this no, is before this was the single. Way before. Okay. She did a, a cover. A cover. It was a really, we were just showcasing because this had never been. It might have been Jill Scott. Jill, Jill you know, Scott, Shade. It was, a, it was like a 15 minute set. Okay. Yeah. So the basis of it was, it was just a, actually bringing trans artists, black trans women mm, together. Centering artists. Uh-huh. Yeah. It has never been done. And so Jayla was the actual, the master. Shout out to Jayla. Shout out to Jayla Sims. But to have that on Santa Monica Boulevard, to have live at Barton, mu- at Barton to have live music, to have it done by background black singers. Yes, yeah, th- that has never been done. I remember that day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I went there. I yeah, it was away. amazing. Yeah. It was dope. Because we it moved the record date. We did? Mm-hmm. No, because that's when um, Jade filled in for me. I think that's the first time Oh, maybe she that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I You're also like, going to say? Oh, yeah, oh, there were also people there to support you all. I remember oh, like James uh, Wright Chanel, uh-huh. James Chanel Wright, wh- uh-huh. whichever order it goes in. <laughs> hey, James says, Wright Chanel. 
Hey, so I love James. He's James amazing. brought me to tears. Yes. That rendition of Lose to Win. He does it so <sighs> It's his song now. It's, yes. That ain't even Fantasia's song no more. And see, that's, that's James's song. And that's the beauty about being an <laughs> artist is that you can convey yeah, your, uh, someone else's song yeah. if you know what it's talking about. Mm-hmm. And then when you really look at the lyric, lyrical content, you understand what, how she wrote it and how that conveys to everybody else's mm-hmm. life, everyday Absolutely. life as well. So who do you admire most vocally? Like who are your biggest influences? Oh my God, I feel like I'm a Frankenstein when people ask me this question because I gather from everybody. Um, number one, I have to say I'm a disciple of Brandy. Okay. I of course, um, because she's the queen yes, of the stacking and the the runs and the vocal bible. Yes, yes as yes, some call her. Yes, yes, and of course the greats. You know anything with soul, um, like Stevie Wonder, Donny Hathaway, Anita, Aretha, mm, Mariah, I saw Anita live. Whitney. Almost threw my wig on Listen, the stage. So, and then the contemporaries <laughs> like Miguel and you know the John Legends. Happy birthday, and, uh, him, by the way. Yes, and today's just, Miguel's birthday, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's Monica and Drake's too. Oh, Monica. Monica's birthday mm-hmm. is today. She turned thirty-eight, and Drake turned thirty-two. Monica. Mm-hmm. She Goonica. was on the real today. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or Wednesday. Gunica. But anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they got a new show coming out, right? It's already With out. Oh, shit. It started Monday. Yeah. yeah. It started Monday. It's, I like it. Yeah, it's cute. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's do you play any instruments? I don't. I stopped playing. I used to play the alto saxophone. Ooh. And I think I used what I learned. Most people from New Orleans play instruments. Right. That's why I had to ask <laughs> this question. You, no, they do. If they're musically inclined, it's some sort of... The banjo? I also... Yeah, everything. Not that country. <laughs> but we do everything. It's some type of horn everything. or percussion. Something. But I think what happens too is when you find, when you found out, when because I found out, I was like, oh my God, I have a voice. So I could just... Yeah. I don't really need the second one. I could just. You I don't know, need to participate in the second line. Right. That's your that's instrument. That's your instrument. <laughs> uh-uh. I could still participate <laughs> in the forefront. Okay. I'll grab my, my umbrella and my right. little hanky. That part. And give the girls a twirl. She never That's some footwork. Jesus. Right. <laughs> Please don't stop me. What's your end goal, Nina? So I always think about this and I I think it's just about elevation and I'm so thankful that in the four years that I've been here and I've got to participate and befriend and live certain things that I never thought I would be able to live and experience. Mm -hmm. Um, So like I I just want to build my brand to a bigger space, um, experience more things. And I know it's coming because clearly things are happening with the actual release of this song mm-hmm. to where if I didn't, it a lot of stuff wouldn't have came about. Right. And so I'm glad that even in my fear, even in my trepidation, even in my un, um, unsureness, I still press forward because I'm so thankful that these experiences come my way just by me still being present to do what I'm know do what I know what I'm supposed to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So my living in, your purpose. Living in your purpose. Yeah. And I think you walking. Come on, walking, shouting, talking, being. <laughs> so manifesting. My end goal is just 
elevation. Like yeah. I, I really can't tell you what There's the no glass ceiling. No, yeah, just gonna keep on going. Every like Blue said, I ain't never seen a ceiling in my whole life. Isn't that Ooh. just powerful? From the mouths of children, from the mouths mm-hmm. of babies, because they are not like infiltrated with anything else. Yeah. She's speaking oh. her truth. Yeah, we're taught that, and ex- through experience as well. Right. Yeah. Patriarchy is real. Misogyny is real. Trans misogyny is real. Hello, somebody. So, yeah. Yes. So, Nina, let's move on to a quick game. So, sure. Jason and I often play mm-hmm. this game with people. We collaborate with the Chicago girls, six brown chicks. Okay. And they, they have. That's them. the. G- oh, you collaborate <laughs> with them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. six brown chicks. They have the wildest relationship, people who write in relationship questions. And so, basically, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you. Some questions that people have written into them. I'm gonna ask you maybe three or four. Okay. And I be need a therapist. And I need how you would respond to these. Well, people. that's a part of my background because I was a nonprofit counselor for over eight years. Amen. Wow. In New Orleans, as well as three here in Los Angeles at the LGBT Center, as well as Friends Community Center. Amen. Amen. So how are you? How would you handle this? Okay. Question number one. Oh God. Every time my boyfriend's mother stops by, she is very nice. Something ends up missing from my home. <laughs> Little things like my remote, my wireless mouse, etc. I set up a camera and caught her stealing. She denies it. He says I framed her and is mad at me. Help. Ooh, that's a good one. Because um, mother. Yes. So number one, I always say that you have to lead with respect. And... Of course, me being who I am, I would if I would have the proper information, then I would give that to that person. And if they look over that, then that's really something on something that they have to deal with on their side. Mm-hmm. I still have to respectfully respect um, his decision to what do deal with it, how he wants to deal with it with his mother. But I also have to set some new ground rules. Hello, mm-hmm. come on for boundaries. Boundaries in the way you will handle her and me when we're in these settings. Because or when she enters my home. When she enters right. my home. <laughs> Cause that just, you just got to hide stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to. No, you're going to stay in the front room. That's right. Yeah. And clap if I have to leave the room. That's right. Clap mm-hmm. the entire time. Right. You're going to have to do so that. So that I know that you aren't ruffling through stuff. Why I have to change everything around in my house. You're, you in the foyer. You're absolutely You're right. You're going to stay there. Here's I'm going to bring everything to you, whatever you need. Whatever mm-hmm. you need. And if Hot it doesn't tea. happen when I'm not there, then I'm going to gather him and not her. Mm-hmm. And that's that on that. Mm-hmm. That's that. Next that's question. Good. I'm a 38-year-old white male dating a 41-year-old black African. Well, they put African-American event planner. wow i'm a little overweight and recently suffered a heart attack as you can see i survived still my girlfriend is planning my funeral making me take obituary photos etc i am hurt advice as you can see (laughs) i am still here i'm 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 still here here yeah. Shout out to my girl, Tisha Campbell Martin. Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> uh, yeah, Ma'am. I'm. Oh, my God. Ma'am. You just blew out someone's earbuds. so hope you know that. that. Sorry. We love you, Tisha Friday. I love Tisha. Tisha Fridays. I love Tisha. She really taught me a lot being here. But um, Personally? Mm-hmm. Amen. Oh, yeah. I was, you know, 
Mm-hmm. He's been around. Yeah. So advice for this white man oh, yeah. with this black girlfriend. <laughs> Who just had a heart attack. And survived. But she's this still funeral. planning his, planning his ob- funeral, making him take obituary photos, etc. He's hurt. Advice. See, I can only go to the person. Why are you still with her? <laughs> if she saying <laughs> stop it, because I'm trying to be good. Why are you still with her? She's wishing death upon you. You are a survivor. <laughs> you survived the heart attack. Leave her. Next mm-hmm. question. On my wife's birthday, I buy her a purse, <laughs> earrings, shoes, etc. For the fourth year in a row, her gift to me has been just lying in bed naked. No lingerie, no ribbon, nothing special. How to let her know that this shit is old, tired, and lazy as fuck. The sex isn't that good. See, I, I'm just a helpless romantic. So it, you, if you really love this person... She's actually offering you a good gift. She's just not wrapping it right. (laughs) (laughs) So you said she got to go to Fredericks of Hollywood. You got to do like. Get some Fenty. If you, he's not, he's saying it's not that good, but at the same time, he's not turning it away. But he also, it's, I think what he's saying is he wants a gift, something tangible. He's buying her birthday gifts, and for the fourth year in a row, he's coming home, and she's just sprawled out on and the so bed. And so, see, he has to, I don't know their communication. Mm. I'm a true believer Amen. in communication. Please. And I, 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 I agree. And I wonder what her motivation is. Like, for me, I would, f- like, year four, here we go. What if she's on a budget? Four years? What in the Lawrence? What is this? Is she developing the Woot Woot app on the couch, too? Listen, it takes time. And so she would want to give the sweet nothings of her. That nectar. Ooh. Next question. We got one more after we got one more after this one. So really okay. quickly, I'm dating a nice vegan young lady who does not believe in putting foreign chemicals on her body. One of those chemicals she does not believe in is deodorant. The smell is killing me. <laughs> Advice. I'm sorry. Um, so. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but you got to smell good around me. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, maybe you can go with her and see what works or what is she using as her regimen to. Yeah. Uh, maybe change the direction of what she uses. That she maybe don't sound like she uses. He says she don't use deodorant, but I know that there are natural deodorants. Right, that's what I'm saying. Or essential oils, yeah, the different things, and then what you eat. Put some frankincense and myrrh. Yeah, what you eat. What diet. You well, eat. she's vegan. Still, so, they have. Well, yeah, she could be eating Cheetos and stuff. Sprouts. Well, no, and Cheetos are cheese and fries. Um, yeah, all those carbs. You could. She could be loading up on uh, carbonara or yeah. whatever. Or maybe like make her own deodorant. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can get some Mm -hmm. essential oils. and I'm a Dove girl. I have not given up the aluminum under my arms yet. So I love Dove deodorant. It's not bad for you. I've been degree. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I buy. It's on sale. (laughs) The final question. (laughs) Oh, I'm torn between these two. But you're only going to get one. Okay. Just one. That one. Final question. I've been dating a woman for about two months. No matter the occasion or the time of day, when I stop by her place, there's porn playing in her front room. When we talk on the phone, there's porn playing in the background. What do I do? Um, See, that really doesn't give you much 
Well, it's a problem for him or her writing in. Oh, it's a problem. Yeah, they're saying so it's a problem. I have to take my stuff out of it. Constant porn. Every time. Or you could put yourself in it. Okay. Every time you call. Let's say you're talking to a guy. Uh-huh. And every time you call him or go over his place, there is pornography playing. Well, you have to. I would have to address why it's playing and what is missing in your life at that at at this moment to where you have to constantly go to this instant gratification well this gratif- this type of gratification well what if it's just background right. noise she didn't say she was pleasing herself it's just porn 24 7 you know what I think sometimes and I'm going to bring it all the way there when we're in that state of that type of pleasure mm-hmm. you kind of it makes you feel good so maybe she's using manual labor that <laughs> Shout out to the love, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's using the subtleties of the moans and grunts to keep her in a um, calm state. Sorry, I'm not judging. was disgusted by that rationalization. I'm not. <laughs> it was. So I'm not yucking anybody's yum. Do okay, what y'all gotta yes. do, but oof. Because I would think, like, because you know, when you hear that, it it automatically puts you in a place yeah. to where you're like, oh, yeah. Because sometimes, honestly, like the sound of porn is just better than watching it. Like sometimes right. I can't watch porn like with no noise. Like there's something about the sound of right. sex. Right. But TMI. constantly, constantly, I'm not saying that she's okay. Because I think there's something mentally wrong. With right. Her. That's what I'm saying. What there's is? Avoid, but if it's all the time, I can understand. But sometimes, you know, a little part. And you have to understand that background. She might have had something happen, you know. Yeah. Ooh. It it's could coping. Be, it's it's right, layered. That is a thing. It's layered. They play porn at Manhole on Tuesdays. My God. Um, it's a club. Okay, oh, and we both. <laughs> <laughs> Nina and I, I were like, like, oh, what, what is this? The man, what? Is that a, um, a bathhouse? Man? No, it's a, it's a club in WeHo. Gotcha. Mother so, load. Nina, Whoa. we have mm-hmm. to um, thank you for joining us <laughs> oh, this week. Thank you I really for appreciate it. Maybe me. we'll play her song. We will. We'll play her song Please. on the way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one That'll is available everywhere, everywhere for streaming and purchasing. Yes. Please Ooh. support the artist. Support I love Nina. Streaming, we support, but download that makes me smile. Yes. Ooh. And Nina is yes. uh, not only one of the most genuine people that I've interacted Aww. with, but out of the girls. <laughs> She's one of, <laughs> she is one of the nicest hands down. You've been consistent Allah, with thank me. You, sister. Every time I've seen you, likewise. Every time I've mm-hmm. seen you, and oh, I really yes. appreciate that. So, you know. oh yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Um, no, because Nina Nina has seen me stumbling sometimes. Okay, and we all stumble out out the clubs. We fall down, then we get up. Responsibly though, because you know there's no responsibly know. get up. No, yes. I'm saying responsibly stumbling. Char don't, yes. don't get too loose. Okay, no. be clear. We have to uphold ourselves. I'm making a face. <sighs> oh, judging me. Okay, guys, we're about to get up out of here, but I want to remind you all, as in particular the trans people listening, to remain vigilant. Please. We will not be walking in fear. We will not be living in fear. No. If the orange 
if what does Michael Arsenault call him? If habanero Hitler wants wants a wants a fight, then a fight is what he's going to get. Like Miss um, Major said, we have we have a rich history. Yeah. Rich, you know this what I'm saying? New. This ain't new. This ain't new. Yeah. This ain't nothing but white colonialism showing its face, patriarchy showing Again. its face, transphobia rearing its ugly mm-hmm. head, and we will sustained we will and persevere prevail. yes i know that the moments are low honey because i've experienced clearly them. but we, we will <laughs> Woo! thank you auntie shaw okay. i'm just saying tt <laughs> shaw i'm right. just saying because i'm gonna go home i gotta pray about this because you know you never it's a never-ending nightmare you don't know what we're gonna wake up to in the morning this morning we woke up to bomb maga bombs you don't know what we're going to wake up to in the morning especially as it pertains to our already vulnerable and sensitive community but see it goes back to what you said about when you wake up you go you find those things that help you in the morning so you can prepare yourself yeah do the right. morning do the stretching do the motivating do the Memory play foam stay yoga. out of the news stay just be blind to it. Just well, stay out of it. the first 20 minutes yeah. of the oh, day are, you know, in the morning, do those things. Yeah. I'm a GMA girl, so I roll over and turn right on okay. George Stephanopoulos and Robin Roberts. I'm a Maya Angelou girl. Oh, oh ooh. Well, I, too, know why the carriage yes. bird turns. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find me on all things. Well, Instagram is never-ending Nina Notes. Twitter is never-ending Nina. Facebook is never-ending Nina. Snapchat is never-ending Nina. Okay. SoundCloud is never-ending Nina. Okay. Um, PayPal, never-ending Nina. Okay. <laughs> Cash out. Cash out, never-ending Nina. Venmo. Hello. Hello, I know that's real. Get your coins, sis. Please. So uh, we're out of here, and until next time, I love us for real. Bye, guys. Toodles. Bye. You cannot escape it when it comes to fear. It's the power of two hearts joined eternally. There's nothing you could do. There's nothing you could say. When love comes in, it will have its way. You cannot resist the urge to say, I love you, baby. They walk your way to see you smile. My skies are always blue. You're the perfect example why I do what I do. beauty personality too you don't want to fight it you don't want it to win the only thing that matters is where we stand this uncontrolled desire for me to give you all the hell 
love I never get enough of Your wants and demands Sunrise and sunsets I want our love to be the same It's no way I can complain Never 